Don't believe or disbelieve anything we discuss on this platform. Simply have your own experience. Speaking is honest to babe. And welcome back to Mind Voyage. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to Mind Voyage, the podcast that loves to go in depth with individuals externally and internally. Today, we welcome back a special, really special guest onto the podcast again. I would love to uh, introduce her, but I would love to hear your own context of your story, just for the new listeners that haven't listened to the last episode. I would love to hear about it, like, not even, go, go, go nuts, but I would love to hear some context about who you are, what your mission is in life, and what's one thing you're grateful for in life? Okay, so, well, first off, I'm Tyler. I am 21 years old. And right now I'm managing a horse barn with like probably like 20, 25 horses, babies, all the rest. I talked about a lot of like crazy horse girl problems and whatnot <laughs> yeah. in the last episode. Yeah. But now it's mainly I'm, I'm moving on. I'm going, I'm lowering my hours at the barn and I'm trying to be more independent with my career because I feel like, you know, it's very similar to Groundhog Day what I do for work like every single day is the same so it it's you know it gets a little crazy and you kind of go through some sort of insanity at some point is it because it's like the same thing over and over again yeah Yeah. exactly like the same they they poo in the same spot every single night it's like in their nature to poo in the same spot so their stalls are literally I can tell you what each stall of each horse looks like and what it will look like tomorrow, oh, really? and the next day, and the next day. <laughs> I guess. It doesn't end. So, Brown shit day. Yeah, it's not like, a do- like sometimes dogs shit in like the one area of the, like the yard. Horses will shit in the same corner of the yard every single time. Like the rest of the corners will be the same. Or they'll shit on all four corners every single time. But whatever they do, it's the same. I love shit. So some of them never step in their shit. Some of them only <laughs> step and drag their feet through the shit and get shit all over the place. And I'm like... Why? <laughs> Why are this you here? We also Who have a, picked yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> Who picked you? Why were you born? But no, either way, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now is working in a barn, but I have a whole bunch of things behind the scenes Ooh, going through. So shit. I'll know in a little bit where I'm going to end up. But I am also moving to Mission. So that's a big thing. Mission's My mom bought great. a place and there's a, like a place down on the bottom level that I can access. And so I'll basically be living on my own, doing my own thing, still get mom's cooking though. So yeah, that works. The and then Wait, sorry. Sorry to cut you off, but please don't think I'm rude. I'm going to be checking my phone because I have questions. And if I forget about them, like, please don't think I'm like in the middle of a conversation. I, I personally don't like, yeah, I personally don't like having a conversation and someone's just checking their phones and whatnot. Yeah, so no. I just wanted to clarify that. No, sorry. Good. Um, but yeah, I, a lot has changed and I just realized I got to do something else with my life. I can't just be, I'll be at a barn forever. Like nothing will stop me from staying there forever and nothing will help me grow past the state I'm at unless I literally take my boss's job, which without my boss, there is no, like, it's like, it's like someone's running their own company right so Mm -hmm. I can't take her job and more than likely her kid will take her job so you know you you have to kind of take it out of perspective of where you are in life and figure out if you can move up 
Oh yeah, we have another special guest. She doesn't speak proper vernacular, but she oh she'll introduce herself. She doesn't she does introduce herself. Wow. Oh see. You wanna say something? Yeah, she's so cute. So yeah, I brought my dog Sadie and uh Yeah, she's she's here to she might growl again. She's she's here to enjoy the ride. You know, we we tend to have a lot of dogs on my voyage. (laughs) He's so cute. She likes the camera, that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I got a question as well. So in your venture of going through um, working at the barn, what made it click? Right, like What made it click? Because you, you said that um, it, you continuously did the same thing and you weren't um, upgrading your life or your, yourself through, through that life. So what was the thing that clicked that you were like, yeah, I want to do something that like, I want to go to level two now. I, I finished level one. I want to. I wanted to read the next chapter. I don't know. As you were saying that, it kind of came to me, like, change in my life, at least, is, like, the problems in my life are, like, Tetris. Like, they slowly kind of build up. Some of them I wipe out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Like, I'm good the first, like, 30 seconds of Tetris every time. And then all of a sudden, they come faster, and they come fast. And all of a sudden, you're dealing with huge blocks, and then you just have a breakthrough moment where you either, like, I have a tendency to go on a little bit of a... I don't want to say bender, but (laughs) I don't remember a lot of the issues for a long amount, like a a long amount of time. And then I come, I come to, I go on a walk and then I realize that I need to change my life. That's Mm. usually the process. So like I stopped biting my nails. I used to bite my nails all the time as a kid. And then all of a sudden you just don't have time to bite your nails because you're too busy doing shit Mm -hmm. like you're working you're not you're doing homework you're actually studying like I'm not six years old sitting (laughs) doing finger painting like I'm actually doing things so yeah I think it's also a matter of growth like as you get older you start to realize like this job to my 13 year old self would be a lifetime like I'm like the amount of money I make to my 13 year old self would be like amazing I can I can retire like (laughs) at 25 like But when reality hits and you get a excessive speeding ticket and then you have to pay $500 a month in insurance, um, that's kind of when things go sideways, right? Like, so, yeah, it's, life comes at you at all angles. And that in itself was a huge fucking block in my Tetris of life. And that's why I realized I need a new job because I need to make more money than just the regular amount to get a regular ticket-free person through life, mm-hmm. sure. But now that I have to pay for an insane amount of nothing, because mm-hmm. really, when you pay that much on your insurance, unless you're getting in accidents every day that are not at your fault, like, you're not at fault for them, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I hit my brakes whenever now. I see a squirrel, I'm like, brake? I'm like, hit me, bitch. But legally, hit me. Give me back what I lost. Like, let's make it even. Yeah. Let's even the scores. Like... <laughs> I can't believe like I used to like try to make sure no one like I'd look at my rear view and then break slowly and then almost hitting the person in front of me because I'm too busy trying to make sure that no one gets in an accident around me everyone's fine all the pedestrians are fine and now I'm just like there's an analogy if you in behind that. me you, you better watch, fucking watch your ass yeah I might break check you if you were riding my ass yeah. like I don't care yeah. <laughs> I got a little car it don't matter but I legally you have to kill the animal no. Yeah, legally you do. 
Not all the time. Legally. You can, you can pulse. Okay, you can if you have the space. Yeah. But legally, you don't have to like jolt. <laughs> you, can le- you legally have to kill the. Th- I'm so sorry to the people, the but animal. What, what about a child that actually is running in the road? Then okay, you can't legally yeah, kill an animal. If it was a, they're like, hey, then you can legally kill yeah, a child. Okay, you can't legally kill a child, but you can legally kill an animal. If you're driving a huge semi and all the way. Potato, potato, man. <laughs> No, you can't kill a child. No, no. <laughs> when no, what I'm talking about is like when like if a squirrel or a little baby bunny. Yeah, what do you do? There's a kid running and there's a semi coming on the other lane, man. What do you do? Yeah, I would. What do you I do? would fucking. And then there's a squirrel coming in the other direction, so you can't hit the squirrel. You know what? I'm blowing the car up and no one's dying except for just me. Just stop the car. <laughs> stop the car. Pulse. Pulse. But what if it's, if you just it's, pulse, it's, you'll be able to figure it what out. What if it's like last minute and it. <laughs> You have time to break, but someone has to die. How did this problem? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I always keep a gun on. Yeah. <laughs> One bullet. That's One all bullet. I need. <laughs> and it's for my sake. Safety's on. Don't even ask. <laughs> Call for help, please. <laughs> so how's um? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Blaney. So have you killed any animals lately? <laughs> I well, Sadie has. Oh. oh, I saw that you um, uh, those little uh, little baby horses. Oh yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Are they similar to the older horses, or do they do they have their own? Obviously, like, they have their own character. But. They're like hyper two year olds. They like they can first of all they're born and then within like a minute they can walk. Yeah. Like they're pretty much born on their four feet. Yeah. And like every day, I let him out of the stall into like his little paddock mm. and he just jumps and springs in the air and bucks and like rears up and like paws at his mom and like does a whole dance and like spins around like he's crazy he falls over he's fallen um and like landed and basically been running around so fast like full tilt that he skids under the horse fence and lands himself in the other paddock. So I get back and from break and I look and he's in the other paddock and his mom is freaking out and he's freaking out and I'm like, bro, how did you, yeah, like, why are you going so fast? Like, you know how you'd, like, you'd run so fast as a kid, like on yeah. the trampoline and you'd like wipe yeah. out yeah. because you're literally, you're still, like elbows are touching yeah. the floor. Like, it's a double jump for me that fucks me it's up. It's a double jump. Yeah. The double jump, dude. Yeah. Double jumping little kids. Yeah. <laughs> is that illegal? Like, that is not... <laughs> it shouldn't be. That's it should be a sport. It should be a sport. It should be. <laughs> They're like, double jump me. I'm like, you sure, yeah. little junior? Like, yeah. You think this is a good idea? You want to do a... 18 pounds? Yeah. Wet? <laughs> yeah, fucking fling them. Though. Like, fuck. I can't. That is too funny. So, with your venture. From, uh, sorry, I'm still laughing about the fucking <laughs> double jumping little kids. Yeah, double remember, jumping like, little kids. the hard boiled egg game yeah, or whatever. Yeah. What was it called? Crack the egg. Crack the egg. And you'd have to like hold your legs. Yeah. And everyone would want to be the egg, and yeah. you'd be like, no, yeah. like I'm the egg. I'm the egg. I'm the egg. I know for a fact none of y'all are the egg. I'm the egg. <laughs> so like, <laughs> oh, man. that's the title of this episode. I have the egg. Yeah, I have the egg. 
Let's kill some. Let's kill some deer. Hunting. So how did you um? So you went to. This is actually really what fascinates me, because you went to um, working, getting dirty, man, and then to being a lash technician. Well, how did that switch? Like, I, that switch was good. Yeah, like, growing up, I always wanted to be, like, a makeup artist. I wanted to do acrylic nails. I used to do my friends' acrylic nails with, like, Walmart kits that I would go and buy. And, like, I can do, like, nail art pretty good, like, if I have the tools. And I've always been, like, pretty good with art. Like, it comes naturally, like, whether it's, like, just painting. Ah, or, so like, you're creative. Something. Yeah, creative. Naturally, like, something I, that I enjoy. It's one of my passions. So... Yeah, and then I was just working to get money at first. I wasn't working for any reason besides that. Mm. I was, like, doing newspaper at 12 years old, and then... Hustler. (laughs) (laughs) 12 years old. Dude, I was not a good newspaper girl. I didn't give a fuck about that job. I literally, I was like... You get what you you get. You know what? (laughs) Disclaimer, I'm sorry at the Surrey now for all of the complaints you got because of my lazy ass. Okay, sometimes I would just go to school and leave the newspaper on my patio and then do it after school. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Who reads it in the morning the old the old guy looking out the window just sitting there (laughs) apparently a lot of people read that shit in the morning so yeah that was number one and then i also would like just like throw it on and sometimes if it was a windy day it would like just blow (laughs) i just continue running i'd run and throw all of them i never like some people would be like rolling them up with like a little elastic That's and like kissing I, every yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, like, just kissing. Like, like may you go like, to a new owner. Yeah. On each <laughs> roll, like, whatever the like, blessing each yeah. roll. But yeah, I personally just like slap that shit together. So now that I forget the ads and I'd have to go and do the route backwards yeah. and put each of the ads. Oh on man, <laughs> I used to I used to do a paper. So yeah, I had a job at twelve, but was I working my ass off? No, I didn't give a. A flying fuck. I got complaints and I would just start ignoring the Surrey now and not call them back because they can't fire me if I don't answer the yeah. call. You never go in anywhere. You yeah. just call yeah. in and they hire you online. Yeah. Like, not online. This is back when I was 12. It's 2012, guys. Yeah. This is like we just when we thought the world was going to end. We, yeah, like, we, had, we were like, the Olympics just happened. I was texting my friend on MSN like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was on Webkin's like, yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hustling. Hustling. Yeah, hustling. I, I had 10 backyards Yo, on that shit. My, my darkest story, I, I, I have one too. I called it my forest, but it was just a bunch of backyard yeah. rooms. But it was my forest with walls. My forest with <laughs> walls. But yeah, no. To be... Oh my god, to be 12 again. To be 12 again. I'd, what would you do if, like, with the knowledge you have today and being 12 years old? What would you do? With like, all the experiences, everything. And you will... What if you were 12 years old? This is going to be a... Like a... Like a theoretical what if you were 12 years old and everything like all all of your life that's happened like 10 years of experience just happened like uh came to you and you thought it was a dream and you were a little bit crazy like, oh i saw my fucking future self da, da, da. yeah like yeah. i just wake up and i'm back to being 12 yeah, well, i wake up in yeah, my green and like, purple yeah. with my name on the wall <laughs> yeah. literally said Tyler above my bed yeah. every fucking night I was like me what if you like like no wonder I'm conceived as bitch I'm like me yeah, that's me like, so sleeps like yeah. sleeps like a goddamn baby under my name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my would it be like <laughs> would you would, what would you do if you had like everything just <laughs> 
<laughs> what would you do? I'm so sorry, Sadie. What would you do if everything? I wish we were recording this, bro. Like, actually get the camera. Actually, yeah. Ava tax. Ava tax dog. Files SPCA. Yeah. I get canceled. Yeah. No, no, I don't hurt dogs anymore. Did you just bite a pitbull? Oh man, we need to record this. I need proof right now. Um, so. What's the difference for you now that you said that you were working for money, now that you're working uh, a passionate job? What's the difference now? Yeah, okay, so that's where we were, okay. <laughs> Sorry, the dog, man. <laughs> okay, so yeah, paper route, done and over with, did McDonald's, I did Starbucks, I did Aldo, I did... Yeah, all those dogs. I did some, like, volunteer work, like, I did a summer camp where I went and, like, they ride horses and you have to sleep there for a whole week with children. With, damn. Yeah. So I slept on a cement floor in a sleeping bag for a whole week and they feed you and they give you shower tents, which are really cool. What the hell is a shower tent? I mean, when you're young, it's cool. It's literally just like a, a single person sized tent, like a little, like, like a tiny little grow tent size. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like just for hypothetically. Yeah. That kind of size, like yeah. the size of a porta potty. Yeah. And it's a tent and it just has a little shower bag thing that fills up from the hose and you turn it on and the bag fills up and then it. Uh, the pressure creates the little shower head and it basically is like a camping shower. That's kind of neat. Yeah. So some people will like hook up their thing and squeeze the bag because it's all they have. But usually if you get a hose, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean. Anything with hose is better. But yeah, no. So I went from like, then volunteering was where I did my passion, which I hate. Like I'm not a big volunteer person, yeah. but like I, to do, when I had an opportunity to do something I wanted to do, I was like, I don't need money. I'll do it anymore. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, sure. If I can be on horses every day, I'll sleep on a cement floor in a sleeping bag. And that's when I realized, like, I wouldn't do that to do makeup. Like, I'd be like, no, I'll just stay home. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's cool. Like, yeah. so there was that passion. But then also I ended up doing apprentice work in a Soyuz. And I worked at a hair salon for seven days and did, I guess, a week. I don't know why I said seven days. But, yes, yeah. Yeah. We sat, we basically, I sat there and like redid their whole display and like talked to the ladies and like got them like hair dye and stuff and mix it up for them and like basically helped them and then watched them. But like, it's a Soyuz and I didn't realize, I was like, oh, super cool. It's a Soyuz, it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's all old ladies. Yeah, so I love it. So it was like, Somewhere's nice I to saw die. the same hairstyle done to eight different old ladies and then I went home. They all came in looking the same and they all left looking the same. Like they just got a blow dry and their white hair basically curled Yeah. and then they just come back every week and get it done. Like that's how old, old ladies don't wash their hair. I learned that. They just get it done and then a week later go and get it done again because their hair is so old it doesn't need to be washed. They don't do anything. They're just old ladies. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just like I don't. They wash it; it'll just fall out. So they just have to come and get it done. And like the ladies are like with this like little strands of sneagle hair, and I'm like, oh my god. That's gotta be the most interesting part of the week if you're like a super old lady. It's like yeah. You go to the barber shop or like the you get your hair done. And you get to talk shit with the pop smacks and all the old yeah. ladies. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. The whole time the ladies are gabbing and yeah. talking. Yeah. And like, I mean, I sat there and I was like, not the right place, but the yeah. studio super cool and yeah. like the people super cool. And they even said, they're like, we know we do older folks, but like it's nice in the summer when people walk in and like we could do color and stuff. And so, yeah. So it is a good place to die. I was actually there this summer. It's super good. It's so warm. It's so desert. Hot. So I, I was, 
Man, I got black there. Like, I was super... <laughs> like, when I tan, like, I just... When I tan, usually around this area, I get, like, a medium, like, uh, caramel. But when I'm out there, it's, just, it's dark. Like, I'm getting confused as a native out there. <laughs> like, I'm super dark. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we go in there? You're like, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> yeah. No, let me in. Let me in, motherfucker. No, that's yeah. So I apprenticed, and then I ended up coming back, and I just went and worked at a barn for three years in Havana. Yeah. So now I'm at, and then, yeah, a lot of things have changed since I was at. I was here last, basically. I don't even know how many months it's been. It's, it's been, been about three months, four months. Yeah. I haven't seen you since then. Yeah. yeah. Around there. But, you know, it's really, it's really crazy to think that all of this time, like, I spent so much time focusing on worrying about how I looked and, like, how I was perceived, and now I've finally learned through the last couple months how to just not give a fuck and just do what you want to do and it doesn't matter who likes you and it doesn't matter who doesn't like you yeah. and it doesn't matter if your friends like your friends yeah. you just have to like your friends that's another huge thing for me I was Thank so obsessed with my I'm like I had a friend and I was like oh I'm gonna go see her or I'm text I'm talking to her again and they're like ew I don't like her and I'm like oh my god now I have to stop talking to this yeah. friend because my friend I gotta stop being me because of them what the yeah. I can do whatever I want. You know you. I know you're good at it because I know you're good at not giving a fuck because you make it seem so easy. And people are probably listening to this. How does she do it? How does she fucking do it? Because I simply don't give a fuck. I'd rather have you hate me for me and love me for me because I'm gonna completely just be who I am. Yeah. So like, how did you get to that point of just um, not giving a fuck? Um, I think it's been in my nature. Like I was a kid, like that would. My mom said like I would leave. Like, she'd go to the grocery store, and I would literally walk away from her, and most kids would be looking for their mom. I would, I didn't give a fuck. She'd find me in, like, the toy aisle, like, yeah. literally opened toys and <laughs> with, like, literally, like, toys that were not supposed to be yeah. opened. And she'd be like, come on, we have to go. And I'd be like, no, it's okay. Like, I live here now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was never, I never had an issue with independence, and I think that's a big thing about not giving a fuck, is people are so worried about being alone, so they have to please the last person in the room yeah. at least yeah and so that's why you got to make sure just the keep the like doesn't matter who you are if you're a people pleaser or not if you're if you don't give a fuck or you give a fuck yep it matters who's in the room with you yeah it's, it's not about giving a fuck it's about giving the right fucks yeah and i had a lot of people in my life that i was like why the fuck like like if they die i gotta go to their funeral hey, like <laughs> like do i want to like and there's other people that i'm like fuck like what if they die? I'd want to go to their funeral and it would be weird because the last time I talked to them and this, this, and this happened or this, this, and like, I need to go make things right. I need to go and make sure I have my whole life sorted out so I don't have regrets or open ends or things I wish I had said, right? Yeah. Like, What made you stop uh, tolerating that? I, I've always been pretty, like, I've... I've been I've been sharp tongued my whole life. I've always been able to have quick comebacks. I've said shit that's got me. You're a comedian, bro. Put in the. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'm. I Tyler wish. with an A coming soon. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, seriously, like it's 
also, I think, a natural thing for me. Like, in class, like, the teachers would try to say something that would embarrass me, and I would end up embarrassing them, and I'd still yeah. go to the office, yeah. but with pride. Yeah, motherfucker. I took you down, bitch. Yeah, and I got <laughs> suspended four times, but with pride. Yeah, with and pride, <laughs> motherfucker. It, yeah, it... I think it happened... I think it's just more of a natural thing, but to maintain it, like, there are times I do give a fuck, and it is hard, like certain things that get out of your control and you mm. wish you could control them and there's really no way to get around it. You just have to sit there and bite your tongue and accept it. Silence is the best response sometimes. And ignorance is your strongest power. Like, if you ignore someone or ignore something, it can literally change ignorance the world is around bliss. you. Ignorance is bliss. Like, I say that in, in, like, if you ignore someone leaving the house when they're drinking and they're like, yeah. I'm going to go drive home, bye. And you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that can change your life. Yeah. And then also, ignoring someone in person, like, or ignoring someone online is actually your strongest power than constantly messaging them back or yeah. doing anything. Like, I see people that have messaged someone eight times in a row. How? They're like, they're not messaging me back. I think they're just, like, busy or, like, why aren't they talking? I'm like, because you messaged them eight times in a row, they know exactly how you feel now. Yeah. They don't have any mystery, and they're going to just assume how you feel and go on with their life. If you ignore them, they're, at one point, they're going to be like, well, shit, like, did I ever figure out what happened with that mm. person? Like, oh, no, there's eight messages of what they told me, and they're like, fuck you, you stupid bitch, you don't answer me. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm never messaging yeah, this person like, again. Fuck that noise. They just sent me eight texts in a row, basically had a conversation with themselves, like, to a wall. Yeah. Like, Even in person, yeah. when you're in an argument... This is the key to a formal argument. You go into the conversation in a way, knowing that you're wrong, not yeah. to, not not like accepting. But even if you're arguing with something, you can be like, "I could be wrong in this situation." So you become a little bit silent. And if that person is a lot more aggravated, aggravated during the conversation as well, you can just listen because if you listen, they will tell you things that you didn't even ask for, like oh, yeah. you didn't even ask about. They'll tell you your whole fucking life. Just from one, even just from one question, or just being silent, and even every everyone's a simple, simply a mirror of how they treat themselves. So even when listening to an other individual getting mad at me, I'm like, this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. So even seeing that, I could I could see that you 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 brought it to retrospect and knew that it ain't worth that energy. No, like and that's the thing. Like if you believe in that type of thing, like I'm a pretty high energy type of person. Like I have a tendency to bring people up and yeah. be drained by the end of my day. Yeah. So I either want to be alone or I want to be around people that also bring me up because I can't, I spent a long time with some low people and I don't regret it. And I still have love for those people, but like it was not where I was meant to be. And I was very, I was close to death multiple times. Like Everyone's in the teacher. hospital, mm -hmm. like, yeah, like, it becomes something where you have to smarten up and either you fall down and do your little spiral or you get up and you avoid it altogether. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did, pretty much, because I knew it was about to happen. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm definitely not the party person I used to be. I think I partied a lot in high school. I think that's what, like, you kind of just got it out of your system. Exactly. Like, I wised up in high school. Like, I did what I wanted to do without getting in a car, and I... Like, God, I would have. I got in a bus many times fucked up. Like, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm saying that. But, like, yeah. like as a kid, like, if I had a car, if I had keys in my hand, I think I would have done some stupid shit. Yeah. Regrettable shit. Like, unforgettable shit. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
I'm glad I'm old now and all that stuff's old news and I like don't want to drink because the hangover's too much. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do this because like it's too many calories. Like yeah. I'll just smoke weed because zero calories. Actually, I heard a theory, not even a theory that I've actually seen on TikTok that if you smoke weed, uh, your lungs are actually uh, accustomed to being like infused, uh, uh, inflamed. So it, it doesn't, if someone smokes weed and they continuously do it every single day, they're like, uh, uh, they're most likely not uh, able to catch COVID. Yeah, like, also, like, your lungs are inflamed all day, so that's the other issue. Like, it's like you kind of have, like, a light case of COVID your whole life. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, all the, all the symptoms, I'm like, yeah, I haven't tasted anything since 2014, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I really gotta, like, get, like, really sniff it to, like, yeah, really taste it. But, like, my lungs aren't, like, it's like I'm just, like, out of, like, the wiring from my nose to my lungs to my heart to my brain is all out of whack. Like I have your whole nervous system. Damn. My lungs yeah. for so long. Like it's been bad. And I mean, I quit for two years, and then shit happens, and you, you know, yeah. you lean on it. And I also I went back to it pretty much during COVID. So I didn't like I started smoking again once COVID hit. So it wasn't oh, yeah. too long ago that I literally wasn't a smoker. I didn't have smokes on me. I didn't think about smokes and I didn't care about them. Like it wasn't even something that mm. crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened and then the vape tax went up and it made the price of smoking to be pretty much cheaper than vape. are like Because 18. when a vape breaks now, you're paying 25% tax on a new mod. So it's yeah. like insanity. So I was like, well, 25% tax on $14 every time is really not bad. It's like 17 bucks a pop and I'm still, still less than a dollar a smoke. Yeah. So there you go. Damn. I'm not trying to sell you on smokes. Don't smoke, kids. Yeah, don't Smoking's smoke. Smoking's terrible. I it believe literally rots your insides, and it makes you piss blood, and it kills children and old people and all. Of and don't people. smoke in the car with like with your kids and shit. Yeah, yeah don't do that. <laughs> but no, so it's yeah. I I have a feeling I'm probably gonna quit smoking again. It's been like a long time, and my yeah. lungs are just like feeling shot. But like, yeah. If your lungs are inflamed, it's pretty hard to get catch anything. There's the rare smokers like myself that caught cannabinoid hypermosis syndrome, which is like your body's really infused with weed. So I I didn't eat anything for about two weeks. I was simply puking, and I went to the hospital. And the doctor said that they noticed a lot more cases when weed became legalized. I don't know how Snoop Dogg hasn't fucking caught this shit, but I ended up I ended up losing about fifteen pounds. Um, Super skinny. I was, I was fucked up, and I swore that I was never gonna smoke weed again. And even if I do, I smoke it once, and then I just don't do it for the rest of the day, or two days, or three days. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. What was the origins of this question? It was. Oh yeah, what was your um? What was your? Do you have any questions, by the way? Uh, I'm just following along. I've been so far, but I'll I'll pop some <laughs> questions if I think. Of we need to hear a lot more from Josh. I feel. Because I love you, and I love your voice. You serenade me all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're a good singer, Josh. Yeah, yeah. you're a really good singer, yeah. man. You're fucking, like, you... You just sing a question, like, that's cool, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You What's can... your favorite color? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I seen Hannah Montana do that shit. <laughs> um, what's, uh, you're on death row, what's your last meal? <laughs> I love that. Okay. I gotta say, like, 
keg steak. <laughs> keg steak. <is> dead. <laughs> <laughs> like I want the like twenty four ounce. Can they give that to yes. me? I don't care. I will try. Yeah. And I want mushrooms on that shit. And I want mashed potatoes. Like, and I want carrots. I love carrots. Trippy mushrooms. Uh, like mushrooms, like like sautéed yeah. mushrooms, you know, like on yeah. the steak, like, <laughs> for extra flavor, you know, like Flavor Town, dude. Flavor. I want Flavor yeah. Town steak. I need like, some good shit on there. That motherfucker is super sweet. Honestly, like a Billy Minor pie to just top it off, like, and I can't. You're making me so hungry. I just told you my keg order. Like, if you, <laughs> you want to really? send it, like yeah. DM me for my address. <laughs> I will send you it if you send me that order. Yeah. But like. <laughs> My my yeah. fucking PayPal is. <laughs> yeah. you, gotta no, you gotta soak it up with the yeah. Cosmo at the end. It's the best. Yeah. Goddamn. And you, in the beginning and in the middle. Would be your uh, drink <laughs> with that. The Cosmo. Oh, the Cosmo. Yeah. Oh. What, what's in a Cosmo? Um, I'm pretty sure it's gin and a bunch of other shit. I actually don't even know. It's like fruits and stuff? It's pink. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> I haven't seen one. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'll look it up. I gotta figure out what's in it. <laughs> now that I, you asked me. I definitely heard of them. I just never, only ever seen them. Uh, we'll go. Huh. They're like, like sweet, like uh. Fucking Bellini, man. Yeah, Bellini's Bellini. are so good. You drink that shit in a fucking tube of. Oh, it's if vodka, I, triple sec, cranberry juice, and cranberry juice. lime. Oh goddamn! Ooh, that sounds good. Damn. You can get them with gin in it, but. Jeez. Fuck. I'm trying to. Oh yeah. Gin so. reminds me of the rodeo. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I love t- a Tyler, a good old Tyler at the rodeo, man. That shit is funny. It's motherfucking <laughs> not funny because it, your life it's was on the hilarious. line. Hilarious. No, my life was on the line after it was hilarious, so it can still be hilarious. Okay. okay. okay but yeah. Don't cancel me, right, Tyler? <laughs> Honestly, cancel culture is fuck cancel culture. Okay. What do it you think about cancel? Power if you give it power. I feel as if like things like uh, even with like, David Dobrik, Shane Dawson, and how do you pronounce that? Tana Manga. Tana Mon- Mojo. People Mon- say Tana Mojo, but I think they're saying it wrong. But it, like, like Tana said the N word at the beginning, and they were trying. To, they canceled her, but she still makes videos. She still makes money. People are still even with Tory Lanez. I don't feel. I don't think the, the, inter- the internet doesn't really exist. That's how I personally feel. It doesn't exist. But we. It's it's like it's like, uh, as he think is he become it. Like if we all think this thing is real, everyone's gonna know it's real. And if we all thought, like, even with money, that's still, we all think that's valuable, so that's a valuable form of income. Just like back in the day, if you knew how to do construction and I knew how to do architecture, then we'd have a form of value and that'd be our currency. Yeah. So I feel as if it just doesn't exist. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, personally, I think there was a lot of this shit going on, but way worse before the internet. Yeah. Like, Led Zeppelin was fucking 13-year-old girls yeah. and everyone preaches his music because yeah. he's dead and we can't beat yeah. a dead horse but some of these horses are still alive so yeah. people are taking out their anger on it and it's like just I feel as if it's a reflection of their own um, everyone's a fucking keyboard yeah. fucking police officer mm. like they think they fucking own that shit they're like ready to fucking I feel as everyone if... like I personally if you're commenting on like higher up like blue check mark fucking yeah. approved accounts if you're commenting trying to start shit yeah you're not gonna get it 
You got some shit going yeah, on. Yeah, bro. Are you in your mom's basement? Does, does Michael Jordan leave comments? Are you waiting for the hot pockets? <laughs> Michael Jordan the doesn't microwave. leave. Michael Jordan doesn't leave YouTube comments, motherfucker. No. So, like, so. First of all, Michael Jordan is a non-activist, so he doesn't say any. He doesn't say squat about squat. Yeah. And that's what I am non-activist. I don't say things about things I believe in. I don't say things about things I don't believe in. Yeah. I just stay quiet and I yeah. just accept the. Pe- I accept everyone and yeah. I I act like. On my own, in my own life, I act on my beliefs, but truly, I don't need to post about it. I don't need to tell people about it. And we can't act like it. our shit doesn't stink either. No, and that's why it's like, yeah. I feel as if, like, because some people would see this as a touchy subject to talk about, but understanding that we live in a generation where, obviously, back then, they hung women just for talking to a fucking deer. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, talking to flowers and... Actually, it's scientifically proven. Like, oh, they called them a witch. And yeah. They would burn them. So, the so in, the, in, in the Nazis, and they burned all the books, and they said, fuck free speech, and I can go all out about that, but it, it has nothing to do with anything. But uh, residential schools. Yeah, we can um, talk about all day, man. We can talk about we all... Can, we can go all the way up until yesterday on yeah. shit that's going wrong in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and if you think about like everything, because continuously, it goes, goes back to the old people looking at... Um, old people looking at the newspaper every day that's why they're constantly living in a form of fear like i saw this quote it was just like this like a somewhere in the world there's a poor bastard right next to a waterfall um thinking he should be mad right now yeah (laughs) and it's because social media we have we include all these fucking information and we just let it happen to us and we get angry we twitter's a fucking worst place to even talk on there's like it's not a even a proper forum or any form of uh, uh, discourse to have a conversation on. Like, you can't talk on... Like, you have a certain amount of words. You can't have a proper conversation on Twitter. Even on the internet. If, like, someone calls me. If someone has a problem with me, they can call me. Like, they can personally call my fucking phone number. No, I prefer phone calls. It's yeah. easier to get shit across. And yeah. you can understand their tone of voice. Like, I'm like, want to hang out? And they're like, mm. I'm like, hey, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Some people are like, actually committed to misunderstand what you have to say, too. So they, yeah. they're, they're, they go in with one mindset. And you're an open-minded lady. And a lady. Uh, a lady. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, why did I, I say lady to me? A lady, a missus. My cousin's name is Lady. <laughs> That's a really cool name, actually. Yeah. It's weird. I knew a dog named Lady. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but the cancel culture doesn't play any part. Um, obviously, no, that's like, obviously, like, with boycotting, yes, boycotting, put people accountable, accountable of other individuals. They need to be accountable. Because they won't ever fucking learn. Some people end up hating, hating the person even more because it becomes. This is a question of the day for people that think about cancel culture. At what point does the person getting canceled or the person canceling? Who's the evil one? Because you 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 see the people commenting that's trying to go kill yourself. You should fucking die, run hell, da da da. Yeah. I'm like, why do you have so much darkness? You like. And no one gets canceled for commenting. No one's like, oh, but look what, look what. This guy commented on this one's photo. I think you know we should cancel him. But then he, some guy says what that guy commented on a video on his own account, and he gets canceled. Yeah, I think like it. it um, even with the Mac Miller thing, when Mac Miller was uh, putting out his last album before he died, people were like, people, because Astroworld was coming out the same night, they were just like, we don't want to hear this, Chief. Like, so y'all hear something? And then he died a couple months later, and people oh. were going through the comments and shit. And that's what I mean. That and the, literally rattled my cage. I was so mad. Like, 
my sister said some stuff that's about what? Mac Miller. Like, she was like, true he's musician. not attractive. He's kind of ugly. And I literally stopped her in her tracks. I was like, bitch, sit down. Yeah. I was like, one I love day you, when Let's you kiss. learn what <laughs> fuck, when you are not an uncultured swine <laughs> and you learn what like yeah. real music is, come talk to me, yeah. okay? Like, right. I lost it. And like, that's the thing with society is if you let it take a hold on you it's gonna make you crazy because society there is no right answer yeah. everyone is come there's pro-life and there's pro-choice even with politics like on both sides yeah. of society there yeah. is no society where it's only pro-life yeah. and like the, everyone else is wrong because right. you go to one another side of society and everyone else is wrong so you're gonna go crazy if you're trying to fit in just be your fucking self yeah. do what you want to do and in a way like it, it comes back to this like every time I have a conversation like, and someone's saying that, it always kind of slowly rolls in into this uh, utopian ideology of like, peace around the world. But I feel as in the fact that we need kind of, in, in, in our own worlds, in our own uh, internal worlds, that we need a form of suffering. Because if we got everything that we wanted today, um, again, like th- this is a quote, if you got everything you wanted today, where would I go? In a way? Like if, if, you, if everything went your way? Where would you go in your life? Like, if I wanted everything in my life, so many fucking lives, like, so many little parallel realities would just not intertwine. Right, but so. but the thing was, uh, what I was saying is that, uh, what is, what is that? Oh, fuck. What were we talking about? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, the ancient Romans. They, they got everything. They had the lust. They had the, um, uh, they had the, the money. They had the power, they had everything, and they were still not happy. Until blood was shed. Death was the most fascinating thing for those fuckers. Because they had everything already. So I feel like in any form of suffering, even if we're continuously looking at the same news yesterday, we're living in the same reality as yesterday. And you don't want to live in yesterday. Like, you want to simply be present. That's why, like, even, like, I was thinking about it, like, I was having one of those, like, out-of-mind experiences, and I was like... Why the fuck are we reading a law book that was created mm-hmm. hundreds of years ago and we've just been like that's like having an old MacBook in the back yeah. of your yeah. literally in, the, in your basement you have an old MacBook that we've just been updating for eight hundred yeah. years and the thing is it's so easy to add a law and it's almost impossible it's to dangerous. take a law out of the book yeah. so over these eight hundred years we've had all these random weird ass laws put in mm-hmm. and all these laws changed why don't we take some of them? Out? Like, yeah. why don't we yeah. like go through and revise it or get a new Mac? Like, but we also like, we also got to see the structure like Jenga. Yeah. Like we got to be careful how slow. And that's the we thing go. is like it's been too long like this, so it's only like we are we should basically be studying ourselves as a society yeah. at this point because things are like we're sim- again yeah yeah and we- especially seeing it in isolation like everyone's doing fine when they're distracted and they can go to a club on a Friday night. And now that we're all isolated, we're really seeing people's true colors. Yeah. Cancel culture became a lot more uh, out there when we were all in. Because um, I thought that we were going to have like a two-week form of peace and everyone was going to get together to build our society when COVID hit. But everybody was just started to fucking kill no, themselves on the internet. if you look at it. Not like literally when, kill themselves, but like murder each other on the internet. Like when the Black Lives Matter movement happened, it was during COVID when everyone was home. Yeah. Everyone saw the video of George Floyd because they weren't busy working. They yeah. were at home scrolling through whatever and saw it 
and everyone actively made a stance. So that was like the beginning of COVID, which yeah. seems like forever ago, but also yesterday because it's still going on. The Black yeah. Lives Matter movement is never going to end. Yeah. Like, so it's also, you have to think about it, the fact that people who used to have a job eight hours a day, five days a week now are at home doing the same job or are laid off and collecting EI and mm. this will be something we are going to pay for for the rest of our mm -hmm. lives. And no one's at any fault. COVID was not expected. It's yeah. there's know, some countries, basically a meteor that hit the earth. Yeah, like, there's some countries that don't even have COVID. Well, exactly, right? So it's like Canada has it, you know, pretty tightly wound. <laughs> so Sadie. Oh, she had to. She, in her sleep. Uh, she, just had, she, had to <laughs> she had to add something in. Are you okay? <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is going on? She just had a lucid dream. <laughs> but yeah, I think isolation has changed a lot and I think the overdoses and just the amount of shit that has gone down yeah. is insane yeah. to me because people are people have nothing to do borders are closed mm -hmm. so you can fill in the blanks on that people are basically stuck with what they've got the rat the rat thing the rat park experiment yeah. exactly so like last time when I talked about the rat park experiment it was more or less with an open mind yeah. when I had basically no idea that this would take over my life in this way and be this long like when i was last year i thought it was pretty much coming to a close i was like covid's gonna be over soon like mm. no no but she thought <laughs> bitch i did think and like i yeah i realize now that like the rap park experiment it is no like there's no end to it because technically what we've done to ourselves, right? We have this community, Sadie. We have this community and we're all in it and we're all part of it. And it's like the reverse of the rat park experiment. Yeah. We're being put back into the cubicle with yeah. the option, with all the like the liquor we bought to put on our shelf. Damn, she got Sadie. something to say? <laughs> Yo. Sadie. Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, I think it, it basically... It reversed, and I don't even know what the answer is because I don't think they've done that. Yeah. I don't think they put those rats back in the yeah. cubicle. I don't think they would do that to the rats because it's so cruel. I think like, we just became social media crackheads. Yeah, we yeah. became social media addicts. We're like, we can't like the people that used to gamble every single night go out to the casinos. Like, what are they doing gambling online? Yeah. There's no like, it's so much more faster paced. Like, I couldn't imagine how people that have lost so much money mm. just gambling away okay. gambling it away online yeah. because they miss like and there's nothing you can do about it right yeah. and like when COVID hit I didn't really like I was like oh yeah whatever like I still kind of saw people here and there like and then I started to get really serious about it and then now I just I have my circle and it's like we don't go out we don't really do anything yeah. and um, it's, it's fun to be alone with your friends yeah, exactly. Like you're just all chilling. You just know you guys appreciate your time together and just quiet. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you also reconnect with people because, like, people that have their own place or people that, like, you know, you start to be able to go out more and you have your car and, like, I don't know. I reconnected with a bunch of friends and it was really good. Mm. But, yeah, I don't even know how to get into it. But, like, obviously, like... I had a friend mm -hmm. who passed away yeah, and it was like a big part of 
last year for me. It happened on Remembrance Day, so it was November 11th, and it was, yeah, so I always get to have, like, a moment of silence, you know, (laughs) but I think that opened up a whole can of worms in my life that I was not ready to deal with, and it also exposed me to, like, myself in a way, and that, like, I'm not as, like, stone cold and, like, as I thought I was. Like, I'm able to feel things, and it really did. Your empathy came to play. Yeah, I thought I knew what grief was, and I had no idea. Like, grief is its own set of issues, and it comes in waves, and you think you have it covered, and then you don't, and you're like, oh, am I ever going to feel grief again? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, here it comes. Like, it's... Do you feel as if it's an everyday process? Yeah, it's a lot of forgiveness, um, especially, like, just the whole situation. It's hard because we were friends from grade 8 until we stopped being friends in, like, grade 11. I graduated with other friends, and then we reconnected last year. And we had been talking and been closer for a while, and, like, she messaged me the night she passed away. Like, she passed away at 3 a.m., so technically it was in the morning. But, like, yeah, it was very close to home. Like, it could have been a little more distant if we hadn't reconnected after high school, but because we did, that's why it's harder, because it feels like it never ended. Yeah. And, like, we were in Girl Scouts together when I we were, like, five or six years old like we were really small and like we knew each other from when we were like basically little like toddlers and then when I went to school in grade eight I recognized her because of her name it was so unique and she recognized me because of my name and it was how unique it was and so we reconnected and basically we're best friends I mean we did everything together like it was yeah there was, we got into a lot of shit, a lot of parties, we got in trouble with a lot of people, a lot of teachers, we got kicked out of a lot of classes, <laughs> we skipped a lot of classes, and yeah, we wasted a lot of money, <laughs> and we had a lot of good time, so it didn't even matter. Yeah. Money comes and goes. Oh yeah, and like, you also, like, Ebonique's half black, right? So, truly, hanging out with her all the time I didn't even realize how much how different people treat treated us and treated her specifically Mm. like I remember distinctly one time it was three of us me and my friend Lachlan who's also white and Ebonique and we were at a bus which was not full we waited so long for the bus it was pouring rain he opened the doors I walk in scan my card Lachlan walks in, scans her card, and Ebonique was standing right on the sidewalk looking through her wallet before she took a step on. Because when they take a, when you take a step on, they close the door and drive, and then you can barely walk, right? Yeah. So she was standing there. She like was just about to put her one foot up as she grabbed it from her wallet, and he slammed the door in her face, and then we drove off, and Lachlan and I looked at each other. like We hadn't even sat down yet, and we're like, our friend. He's like, she wasn't ready. And I was like dude like you're such a dick like some white ass like old ass boomer like I was just like, I could, uh, can I say that on yeah 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 censor boomer yeah I, I've had a horrible experience actually I know yeah like so just they just, uh, just brought it, uh, that situation brought it up I, so I went to a Travis Scott concert beautiful fucking concert I was with my friend Luke his girlfriend Taylor and my girl 
And, well, they all came, uh, they were doing check, like security checks. So Luke goes in first, no check. His girlfriend goes in. They're all Caucasian, by the way. He goes in, uh, she goes in, check, no check. I mean, no check. They didn't check both Luke and Taylor. My lady goes in, no check. But I go in, they're te- checking my collar, they're checking my pocket, they're checking my wallet, they're checking the inside of my socks. And the, I wasn't even mad. I looked at them and just like, you're doing a great job, sir. I'm very happy that you're here today so I, we don't get bombed. Yeah. yeah. And he fucking elbows my knee. Bro, what? He elbows my knee. He elbowed my knee and then Luke, you could see how pissed Luke was in his fucking face. I had to calm him down. Like, it gets to the point where I had to calm him down, and I almost got kicked out of the concert because of making that noise. No, like, that noise, that, that comment. But in a way, it was just, like, I kind of had to look at my reality in that certain situation and just realize that, what the fuck is going on? Because, like, I, I'm getting checked inside my fucking socks and my shoes. Yeah. And they just walked in. And I'm laughing because I'm a little bit hurt. That's so... He really went the whole night. Yeah, he went the whole the whole thing. I'm like, oh. they he could be the one caring, and I could yeah. be the fucking peaceful one. And it, 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 it kind of sat me, it set me back, and I had to tell that because it really resent, resent, resembled that situation that you just had, uh, you had with Lachlan. Shout yeah. out to Lachlan. And it's not about and me. Ebony. Yeah, shout out to Lachlan and Ebony. <laughs> but <laughs> it's not about me. Like it wasn't even like it was just my perspective. But I saw it and I witnessed it with my own eyes, and I realized that she got treated better when she was with me or like when I'd be in the change room and she'd be out there and then I would come out the way the lady would be like oh yeah like how can I help you guys and like she would walk past Ebony five times not even cared and the minute I'm with her she's like like people would scope us out and see Ebony and think she was gonna steal something and then I'd be walking with her with my big purse and then they'd be like and I just like I remember not really noticing it at the time but noticing it when I would reflect and as the years went on like we talked about it and like you know she understood it but it never really affected her because it's her life she's used to it you just know you become accustomed it's literally you adapt and so it's also like being friends with her was a lesson before any of this happened like she's a very very strong person she danced all the time she she was in dance yeah Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. she was, like, a party girl. Like, she just... Like, not a party girl, but she just, like... She's so enthusiastic. She'd just laugh and, like, be so loud and, like, start everyone singing mm-hmm. and, like, get up on the table. And, like, you know, I just... If there's one thing I wish I did more, it was get up and dance more. It was, like, get up the and little enjoy things, the time eh? with her. Instead of being, like, girl, like, I'm tired. Like, I want to eat. Like, I want to go home. Like, mm-hmm. let's go home. Like, I was, like, I don't want to be here anymore. And she's, like coyote ugly on the table like going yeah. at it and I'm just like <sighs> I That's just a wish new I term. could go back man coyote so it, like yeah it just it uh it teaches like when COVID ends it'll be a different life different time okay. yeah I remember <laughs> like fun. when I posted the, I posted the clip of our last conversation on on Snapchat and you were like damn I was naive as fuck yeah <laughs> and how did you feel like looking back on that that audio that I posted and realizing that. Like, what made you say that? Um, you provocateur. <laughs> I just think that I hadn't really been through shit. I was kind of too pure. I, I hadn't experienced death. Uh, my 
I have a 14 year old family dog like literally nothing has died in my life really and then like all of a sudden my world just kind of crashed in front of me and it wasn't in any it's never what you expect you're like oh yeah it'll probably be grandma like she's <laughs> slow. Yeah. like no it won't be it'll be someone you least expect so just hold everyone you love close and keep those who bring you down away from you and away from those you love because shit goes down when any of those are mixed up mm-hmm. whether it takes 10 years to brew it'll be way worse versus the friendship that ends in 10 months you're like at least that was over yeah. didn't take the whole portion of my life right and so yeah Ebony and I did everything together I'm like like for someone we were super close like you know we got drunk we had moments together and so it's like not only were we friends but like we also had our own connection and relationship so to have to lose someone like that I can't even say I lost a best friend like it almost feels like I lost a lover like it was like really weird like it's like not weird it, yeah, like, she it's was different. married, and, like, it's not like that, but, like, you know, when you're young, and you're growing up, and you're experimenting, and, like, it doesn't matter, and you're too drunk to care, like, that stuff helps you grow, so then when you're an adult, you just always will feel connected to that person, and we've always been that way, like, we never judged each other, we always loved each other, and we talk about whatever we've been through openly, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah, it's a big loss, but I think... Truly, it's taught me a lot about living more and, like, helping other people, like, just telling them how it is. Like, dude, you got to get out of this situation. You got to do something. You got to feel something. If you feel that way, get the fuck out. Like, it's there's no time to waste. Like, we got to go. Here's the thing. People try to think positively. And as as good as that is, like, you can't just be like, there's no weeds in my garden. There's no weeds in my garden. So it's not think positively, but do positively. I When I'm doing something positively, the thoughts come in. I yeah. can't just force, a, like, I can't force a positive thought. I have to go to the gym, or I have to go for a walk, or I have to even appreciate my little nephews, or, um, like, pet my dog. It's the little things that uh, cultivate beautiful thoughts for me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And for anybody, for, for anybody, I understand that it seems a little bit too simplistic to understand, but, I, like, the most difficult things are very simple sometimes. Yeah. And it, it, as dark as it is, it gets to the point where it's just, like, there's nothing but forward. Yeah. And like if there's last one last thing I want to say. Of course, you can say anything. Is like I'm 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 a, a slut for analogies, okay? I love, I love analogies. I'll 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 say them all day. Yeah. Um, That's the only way to speak. <laughs> but if there's any way to explain it and if there's someone out there who's lost someone, if this helps at all, like like I just I hope it can relate because I thought of it and it the other day and it actually like stopped me and made me think about my whole life because if you think about everyone you've met one person you paint a picture with that person right you spend time you put colors in you add your own element to it and every single person in your life is a painting that you spent time on whether it's three years whether it's three minutes but like whether or not you walk away and you never paint it again it's never going to go away it's still it's a part of your life now. It's like a, pu- a piece in your puzzle. And so I spent a long fucking time painting a huge mural, it felt like. And <laughs> it, someone took it and destroyed it. Mm. 
and I had no idea it was going to happen, and I don't remember, I, like, I wish I looked harder at the painting or spent more time That's the with the painting right before, painting, yeah. and now the only person that can remember that painting is me. Yeah. I can't ask anyone. Like, we went to concerts, just the two of us, so many of them, that I'm like, I gotta remember this shit. Like, I was like, yeah. we went to The weekend when oh. Travis Scott oh opened for The God. weekend. okay? He, I was, was like, who's this oh. motherfucking oh. guy that sings Antidote? Yeah. Like, Get your weird ass, like, sausage dreadlocks off my fucking, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And now I'm like, praying to Travis yeah. Scott every night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love his no, dreadlocks. I, I love his dreadlocks. I, no, I love him. Yeah. I remember when he first showed up, I was like, what is going on? Who is this guy? Is this ASAP? Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. And like, so, it, yeah, we've been through so much that like, truly, like, just think of the people in your life and how much you've painted with each person mm-hmm. in a way. And if that painting was to ever leave, if that's the way you want, if you're done with it. Yeah. If that's how you want to hang yeah. it up on the wall. I got a, I got a great story. There's this uh, barber. We're hairdressers. Her name is Sandy. Shout out to Sandy. Um, she works at this. Uh, she works at this barbershop right next to Douglas Park, and she she has this huge canvas that she's still painting. I asked her. I'm like, how long? You, very spiritually. I asked her, how long have you been painting this? She said, well, I've been painting it for like about 18 years. It's like my. It's like, it's it's the, um, it's the mountain that I looked at every morning, and I'm like, how have you not finished it? You look at it every morning. So, well, the painting changes. <laughs> that painting changes. Yeah, she, the seasons she, can, she can't finish the painting because con- continuously everything around the environment of the like of the, the the scenery changes. So it's the little beautiful things that go around through the whole painting. Now why don't we go blow that thing up? <laughs> yeah, that just you just burn it right in front of her. Yeah, how would she feel? Yeah, she'd exactly. fucking she'd be. And they couldn't even charge me with anything. Yeah, that it's pretty much like, murder. Yeah, it's murder eighteen years. It's a mural murder. Yeah, it's eighteen years. Eighteen years. There's been years. a murder. <laughs> it's been a murder. Hello, nine one one. Yeah, I do declare with my fancy pen. <laughs> no, I um, yeah, I think truly, life's about putting time into people and just knowing that it's worth it and making sure that at the end of the day you can put your signature on it and call it a day. Well, again... And not to be, like, too cocky and have all these paintings be like, yeah, I got all these friends, it's fine. But really, they're all just, like, fucking little smiley faces. Yeah, just little stick men. you're like, what kind of friend is that? There's, like, stick men and there's, like, a Picasso painting. No, I got (laughs) oil-ass paint. Like, I got some good-ass fucking paintings out there. And so, yeah, I think... And it's all about just painting more with what you got and getting a new painting and just moving on. It's really, you can't dwell on it. No one forced me to paint that picture. (laughs) And no one forced me to dwell on it now, but I am because I cared about it and that's on me. So. In a way, just like you you talk about like caring about people, but care for yourself. Yeah. Because you can't care for another person. Like I I see people, I see people trying to get, attempt to get into a relationship when, um, when they just had a past relationship that was horrible and not the same situation, but a different situation manifests from their same mindset that they went in from the same last relationship. So it's like a never ending cycle of unaccountability that they, uh, don't tend to have. Oh yeah. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't. Yeah. We've all been there. In a relationship. Oh yeah. Like I, I did it once and I'll never do it again. Like I bounced from one to the other and it was, 
it was a ricochet. It was basically like I just hit a rock and then hit a hard place and then mm. here I am. What part of the relationship that taught you the most? Leaving. Oh shit. Being alone, driving away for the first time, and you have nothing to look back to, you have no text to get, yeah. you can fucking turn your phone off, and no one's gonna fucking power call you, yeah. and no one's gonna fucking obsess about it, no one's gonna call your mom, no one's gonna no, ask someone's you. gonna no. call your mom, huh? It's, like, well, yeah, but, like, that actual, like, it's over, here's your shit, and turning away and the driving clarity. away. Clarity. Blasting Motley Crue, smoking <laughs> a cigarette, and, and watching just, the movie too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just letting go. That right there, like, that's where I've learned the most about myself. Um, what's the difference between working for money and working for what you really want? Just like shout out to um, the Hive. Yeah, shout, shout out to out them. To the Hive. Yo, it's been Brooks fucking a fucking hustler. I know. That's it's a been that's insane. clean shit right there. That. Literally, that's what she is. She's the queen bee of the hive. Yeah. I'm just a worker bee at this point, you know? Just working. But everybody bee. eats. But uh, Exactly, everybody eats. Yeah. It's all because of the queen bee. Yeah. But truly, really, I, I just stopped having... Again, stopped worrying about what people would think. I just started worrying about what I wanted to do. And I was so worried about failing in front of the lashes. And I was like, if I'm bad, I can fucking drop the tweezers, get up leave and never talk to them again and no one's gonna stop yeah. me i don't yeah. have to call my mom i don't mm. have to uber i get my own car i get in it and i leave and i got in there and i was way better than i thought i would be so then i got excited and then i wanted to show back up the next day and then the course was over and then i was ready to do it more and more and more and now it's like it's just like literally like it's so meticulous and fun and i want to get it completely finished every time that it just comes naturally and it's the same concept as my job that I do now is cleaning a whole stall from like bottom to top. Everything's sorted, everything's organized, everything's cleaned. I go home and the lashes is the same thing. It's all straight and narrow, everything has to be perfect, and then I go home. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's the same kind of mindset but different environment. Mm. That's some leadership. Yeah. Like that's straight she cultivates everybody around her. And the horses have helped me grow into oh, yeah. the horses. You can't figure out about the horses. No, exactly. And I'll still be there for a couple days a week, and so I'm not leaving, but I'm definitely like I'm so absorbed that I'm in that lifestyle every single day. Like, I need to forget I have boots for like just a second. Like, yeah. I just need to like not have yeah hay in my hair for like a couple days. God damn. Maybe. Well, how long, how long are we going to play? We're at about an hour 15. Whoa, hours. this is actually our longest episode. Oh, wow. We actually recorded it like a three-hour episode, but we never posted it because uh, it was just not... Well, we were uh, just going fucking stoned and just talking our shit. Yeah. But... No, this is... This has been crazy. Like, to sum it all up, um, from the last time I came here to now, I have basically... I've lived and learned a lot and... There's much more to come, but like this is a big step in my life, and like I learned a lot about ready, like a lot yeah. with you today. Yeah, it's been crazy, and I think that a lot of people who knew Ebonique and also didn't have the right opportunity to meet her or met her under the wrong circumstances are still able to see who she was, and that's why like 
Yeah, I don't ever want to stop talking about her. Never and, stop. Like, her story because she was such a bright light and like she came into this earth to pretty much teach me how to fucking party and how to fucking have a good time how to and be not give a fuck about what people think. She's the queen. Like you're asking me how I can tolerate shit. She tolerated. That girl got punched in the face and still partied. Like she didn't give no, a I remember. Fuck. I was there. I was there. Dude, she had a black eye and was like, give me some more alcohol. Yeah. Like she didn't care. Like yeah. we just, we had the time of our lives. I lived a movie with her. We literally thought we would rob a bank like Spring Breakers. <laughs> yeah. Like, planned it out a little too much. Like, we <laughs> too premeditated on that one. But, yeah. It definitely is... It's an episode of a show I've never fucking seen this yeah. last couple months. Black Mirror. Life. Yeah, Black Mirror's <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. Mr. <laughs> pretty Little... Hey, who's A? Who's like, A, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, all in all, it's... Yeah. I'm definitely on to greener pastures. Yeah. We can say. I'm glad that you came here today to elaborate your truth and appreciate yourself while speaking. I can see that you you've had a lot of gratitude even with yourself, even speaking today. I can I can see that you're uh, reflecting um, the balance of dark and light. Like there's a form of duality up and down. So you understand, and you're also understanding that you're learning about this grief every single day. Yeah. And processing it differently every single day. And seeing, like, my parents that have, like, almost all their high school friends are still friends with them. And I'm like, oh, it's not a normal thing. Like, I thought of it, I was like, oh, fuck, I just didn't think it would happen now. My mom's like, she's 20 years old. It's yeah. not supposed to happen no. now. You were supposed to have. This is, like, you haven't even hit midlife crisis. She should have had her midlife crisis at 10. Yeah. Like, it's so insane to me that we take life for granted and we are just like expecting and almost deserving in our own way of like, Oh yeah, I'll be 80 when I die. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I'll retire. Like maybe put down your retirement savings plan bullshit and yeah. focus on what's going on mm -hmm. right now. But also like put retirement savings plan shit. Like, well, you gotta be priorities fine. List Cause you gotta get that shit done. But like, Create some assets. Create yeah, liquid assets. Put the asset. paperwork yeah. down mm -hmm. and ha spend time with your family. Yeah. Because truly, like, when you go to bed at night, you don't know what you're going to wake up to. You can even wake up dead. How do you, you even know? You might never wake up. Yeah, you might never wake up. And I appreciate every everybody that listened this far. We did talk about some yeah. deep, deep <laughs> things. Uh, some people wouldn't be ready to listen to. I appreciate if you did. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Tyler, with an A. <laughs> I appreciate you, yes. I appreciate Sadie for protecting us and thank you for everybody that uh, listen I appreciate you mind voyage bitch <laughs> <laughs>